discomfort in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, and B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live your life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. Have you ever cooked a really fine gourmet meal? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm told it all comes down to the ingredients. And when I need ingredients to improve my car, the place I go is eBay Motors. Whether you roasted your last transmission, graded your current floor mats, or pureed your side view mirror on a lamppost, eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. And by the way, if you recently fired up your grill, don't worry, eBay Motors has grills too. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Oh, 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 if your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through May 24th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. So, spring flowers aren't exactly in full bloom, but the deals at Kohl's are. Right now, you can get tech gear for under $15, sandals for everyone in the family for just $24.99, and Black & Decker kitchen appliances for less than $30. You can also earn Kohl's cash and get it all with free store pickup. Things are looking brighter already. Select Styles offers in March 27. Some exclusions apply. See store.kohls.com for details.
the party, baby. to another edition of Inside New Orleans, brought to you by my friends at Oceana Grill and the Oceana Grill family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County uh, Restaurant, and, of course, the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. All are ready for you to come on in, grab a great meal or cocktail. Of course, the Oceana family of restaurants. I'll tell you more as we go on throughout the program. Uh, you're listening to 106.1 FM, Nash Icon, on your radio dial. Uh, I'm Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate it. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app on our digital platforms. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. But we're on your favorite podcasting platform. And don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Just a great show with Fletcher Mackle, who's one of my favorite guests on the radio and on TV. Just a wealth of knowledge. And uh, we, Saints, Pelicans, uh, LSU, are all part of our conversation. Of course, Loyola, congratulations to the Loyola men uh, winning an NAIA national championship first since 1945. I learned a lot about Loyola today just from Fletcher, who is a Loyola graduate, and uh, was able to tell me again. I had heard that, again, that they were, uh, they, they were, could rival any team in, the, in, in any, pardon, any program, any university, uh, in the state or the city in, in terms of the number of sports that they offer to, again, their, um, their, their students. And uh, we talked about, you know, they, they are good enough in these sports that if they wanted to or they had the wherewithal, and that would mean a president and a board of supervisors and some money, okay, because you need an endowment, right, uh, that they could go Division One, and maybe be in the Southland Conference. And wouldn't that be great, okay? Hopefully that's going to happen. Congratulations to Brett Simpson. Congratulations again to Stacey Hollowell, the head coach. Uh, congratulations to the entire, again, uh, Loyola uh, basketball team, the entire Loyola family. I mean, so many media members in this town went to Loyola, okay? And, and of course, they're, uh, uh, when, when you look at the uh, number of, I mean, this goes way back. I mean, this is like, you know, there's a legacy of media members uh, that, that, went, that went to Loyola and, and, le- and learned their craft there. So, again, congratulations to Loyola. Congratulations to, again, all the alumni. And, of course, New Orleans. We have a national championship in New Orleans. We have a national champion in New Orleans. We have a national champion, and it is the Loyola Wolfpack. Uh, so, again, check us out tonight, uh, 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce every Saturday morning, and 5 p.m. on, on uh, Pelican Sports Television uh, every Saturday afternoon. On the program today, uh, we're going to be joined at about 4.15 by Gary Smith, Noel.com, and the Wave Report. Uh, we'll be, that'll be followed by Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com. I'm going to take the, the, the uh, 5 to 5.30 segment, 
And then uh, Mike Triplett's going to join us from ESPN from 530 to, to, again, when we close this out at about 5 to 6, leading into um, uh, Rumble Baseball tonight, right? Rumble Baseball tonight on, on here on 106.1 FM. All right, uh, don't forget about they're playing San, okay, they're playing San Augustine tonight. Um, don't forget about my friends over at uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants. I've told you, o- Oceana Grill, Mambo's. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, and Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, open open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Uh, just a beautiful restaurant, first of all. If you love people watching, the picture windows right in front of the um, to the front of the restaurant are fantastic. Sit down, check out again all, all the craziness on Bourbon Street. If you'd like, head to the back of the restaurant, and, there, and there's an authentic French Quarter courtyard for you to dine in and have cocktails. And then when you go to the second and third floors, there are Bourbon Street balconies that are attached to, again, those um, uh, the, bo- both of those rooms. Huge rooms, large rooms with a private restroom, and then you've got two Bourbon Street balconies. Uh, you can have your next event there. Uh, then when there's a, uh, an overflow of, of guests, they, they uh, will seat guests up there, but it's a perfect place to have a party, okay? I mean, you're the 200 block of Bourbon Street. You're right where everything is, where the action is. And, uh, again, it's a play- great place to bring friends, family. Uh, again, if you're looking for a, you know, a great place for date night, maybe, again, to close a deal, uh, check it out. Again, uh, Cajun Creole Cuisine is finest and, and co- cocktails that are out of this world. I mean, out of this world. Uh, you can order online for delivery. Or find out more. Check out their menu at nolacookery.com because it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at, at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, a lot to get into today. We're going to in the second hour. I'll jump in to talk a little bit about Zion Williamson. Uh, Zion seems to be at odds with the um, – with the with the organization, uh, 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 these videos that we've been seeing that he's been putting out on social media, and congratulations to Jordy Collada. And I've been telling you about Jordy, man. Jordy's hot. Jordy's hot, hot. He's hot, hot, hot. Like the video poker over at uh, at the TikTok Cafe. Um, from what I understand, Zion's people released the video of him dunking to Jordy Collada, and it tells you again his digital reach, right? And, and then, of course, yeah, the last couple of days, uh, there's been news f- uh, footage of him um, uh, going one-on-one uh, against, uh, against coaches, uh, kind of getting ready to go. And, uh, you know, he wants to play. There's 10 games left. And the question is, again, why does the organization not want him to play? Okay, is it because they don't feel he's healthy enough? Obviously, he does. So we'll talk about that in the second hour. Also, again, we'll talk about the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Toronto Armstead is now signed with the uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, the Saints have about $26 million in cap room, and they've been methodical, <laughs> if I can put it that way. Can I say methodical? I mean, because they haven't really done anything. They brought uh, uh, Contavious Street in uh, to play defensive tackle, defensive end, which is a good good move. Uh, they bring Mays in, uh, May, not Mays, uh, May in to um, take the, the, the place of, um, of Williams, who moved on to the Ravens. Uh, there's a need for wide receiver. There's a need for a veteran tight end. To me, there's a need for a veteran running back. And now you've got to figure out what you're going to do with offensive tackle. Are you going to uh, flip Ryan Ramshack over to the left side and then maybe get another right tackle? Are you going to go in-house with Hurst or maybe Landon Young, last year's rookie out of Kentucky? Are you going to draft that position? Or are you going to go out and try to get an a, a NFL uh, offensive lineman who can swing from guard to tackle? Because, that, again, that, that's got to be on, on, on the radar. Now, again, from what I understand, um, Jeff Ireland, uh, also, again, uh, Dennis Allen and, and the contingent of Saints coaches were in Cincinnati today checking out their, um, uh, their pro day. I got a chance to see Matt Corral last night on ESPN, not ESPN, on NFL Network on his pro day. 
Uh, we'll talk a bit about that when we get in, in, into the second hour. And again, are they going to draft a quarterback? I mean, is it one of these situations where, again, maybe they jump back into the first round at the end of the first round with maybe a, uh, a team that wants to be able to give up the pick? I mean, it's something, again, you, and maybe draft a quarterback. Uh, we know they're probably going to go for a, a wide receiver in the first round, but is that now Eston Stone with Toronto Armstead moving on to the Miami Dolphins? You know, they like to go big men in the first round. So, again, a lot of things to talk about about the Saints. Uh, and we'll do all that again uh, in, in our second hour uh, between 5, well, five we'll come in about 5.05 all the way to about 5.30, and then we'll bring Mike Trippett on and get his take uh, at about 5.35. All right, let's jump into it. Uh, we have him each and every week because he's phenomenal. He does a great job. Again, he's knowledgeable. Uh, he, he, he covers all the home teams, whether it be Tulane, Ella, uh, Tulane Loyola, or, again, uh, UNO. Uh, he's plugged in. He's got a website that if you're a Tulane fan, all I can tell you is if you're a Tulane fan and you're not going to the wave report, you, again, you're not keeping up with your ball club. You're not keeping up with your school. You're not keeping up, again, with the team that, that you profess to love. Uh, it's, the, again, the most comprehensive site when it comes to Tulane athletics on the web. And that's none other than uh, Gary Smith of Noel.com, the Times Picayune, and the Advocate. He joins us now here on the program. Gary, how are you? I'm doing well, Eric. Doing well. Gary, before we get started, why don't you tell the folks a little bit about your site? Yeah, sure. This is this isn't the best day to be plugging my site because I do have, as you said, and thank you for the promo work. But I do do have completely comprehensive coverage of Tulane, except for today. I had a doctor's appointment that ran long this morning, so I I missed. One of the first football practices I've ever missed that I otherwise could have gone to, but I will definitely be there Saturday for Tulane's first full-fledged scrimmage, and will and definitely the Wave Report, Tulane.rivals.com, the Wave Report.com will have will have just comprehensive coverage of, of anything that, that goes on in that scrimmage on Saturday morning. Beautiful. Well, let's talk football. I know you missed this morning, but again, you've had an opportunity to see a little bit of practice so far. Uh, you've written some really good articles over the last few days in the in, in, uh, the NOLA.com, Times-Picayune. Give, just give us, again, a thumbnail on, on what you've seen so far and, and what's your gut based on just a few practices in the books. Yeah, I mean, my gut is, first of all, my gut even going in that Tulane was going to have a bounce-back season this year just because of the schedule, which, <laughs> I mean, uh, let's, let's face reality. Tulane had a lot of things go wrong last year, and one of the things that went wrong is they played 10 teams that went to bowl games, which is, which is pretty incredible. Now, there's, still, there's no excuse for losing all 10 games. <laughs> I'm not trying to, 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 to um, act like they, they didn't have a bad year or anything like that. But for, for starters, the schedule will be a lot lighter this year, and, and, and Tulane um, won't – playing Ole Miss last year at Ole Miss – after being in Birmingham for for a month um, in a cramped locker room with everybody in there um, on a rainy night with a delay was one of the worst things that could happen to the team, and I really think it killed their confidence for for several weeks after that. Um, this year, Tulane's going to have a chance to build up his confidence. But from what I, from what I've seen, I I, I, I liked what I what I've seen. For one thing. The receivers aren't dropping passes in the spring, and and from the very first day in spring last year, I wrote about it in every practice report I did for the Wave Report. There were multiple drop passes every single day, and that went into fall to preseason practice. And guess what? You tend to play like you practice, and there were a whole lot of drops during games from from Tulane last year. Um, this year, haven't haven't seen that many. Almost in this, they did a partial scrimmage um, last Saturday. Didn't see one drop. Um, Fat Watts made a beautiful catch in, in, in the corner of a, of a, of a deep ball. Um, so, so, so let's start there because 
you can't win with the receiver play that Tulane got last year. There, there were a lot of other issues on the team, but but that one, it, it destroyed the confidence of the whole team because they couldn't make simple catches. The receivers couldn't get open, and then they couldn't catch it when they were open. I think um, for whatever reason, they have a new wide receivers coach. I'm not sure that's that's definitely the reason, but but uh, the hands have just been a, been a lot better. So that and, and yeah, I have they haven't done a lot of. I've only seen one full contact practice. So that the the number one. I, so I've gotten to see the wide receivers and judge the wide receivers and the quarterbacks the most um, in, in the in the other practices, and, and that's my number one takeaway that it looks like they have a lot more confidence at the wide receiver position than they did last year. Gary, I get asked by this from Tulane fans. Uh, you know, again, there were a lot of guys that went elsewhere, uh, mm-hmm. started their college careers. They've decided to come back yeah. home. They've chosen Tulane through the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people believe that they may be just what uh, Tulane needs to get over yeah. the top. What, 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 you wrote about a few in, in a couple yeah. in, the, in, the, in, the, in the paper this week. But overall, uh, talk about the impact of these athletes. Yeah, sure. And those are the two that have made the most impact from the start. Ashad Clayton, um, running back who was just, absolutely phenomenal at Warren Easton. I mean, I, the, the numbers still blow my mind that he had a knee injury in his senior year and he came back in the playoffs and in five playoff games in the, in the highest competition in Louisiana, um, he ran for over a thousand yards in five games. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he was unbelievable. He went to Colorado. He's a self-described mama's boy. He did not do well that far away from home. Then you throw the COVID situation on top of it where there was isolation. He didn't do much in two years. Um, Tulane has a pretty good running back room already but you never turn down a guy with, with, with that type of ability and 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 what surprised Willie Fritz about him is he's more physical than he thought um he thought he was maybe more of a scat back type um he, he's 200 pounds um that they I mean he, he's gonna he's gonna play a lot <laughs> this year obviously Ty J Spears is their bellwether back but Ashad Clayton can make a difference in Tulane winning and losing games for sure. And then Patrick Jenkins at a huge position of need, um, another four-star recruit from John Errett in the same class as Ashad Clayton. He actually considered Tulane coming out of high school, ended up going to, to TCU, spent two years there, was pretty productive last year for, for a decent defense. Coach gets fired. Um, he decides he wants to come back home too. Um, that's pretty important for Tulane because of course Jeffrey Johnson left to go to Oklahoma um I'm not saying Patrick Jenkins is Jeffrey Johnson um he doesn't Jeffrey Johnson was a nose tackle Patrick Jenkins plays the other defensive tackle spot on the line but uh yeah he he, he might end up being Tulane's best interior lineman um and and, and that'll be huge with with Jeffrey Johnson no longer in in the program and uh, uh and all I've heard are compliments about him about his work ethic um about his ability he he's got he's got a little more pass rush in him than Jeffrey Johnson too and he says that he feels like that's his best asset he likes to rush the quarterback mm-hmm. one of the reasons he chose Tulane is the scheme he thinks gives him a chance to do that um and TCU the new coach that came in his defense coordinators were switching to a 3-3-5 front that he didn't feel like was going to utilize his skills to the most um yeah it, it, when look Tulane wasn't going to get those guys coming out of high school they were too high they were too highly rated as recruits Tulane isn't right. at that point yet but uh as, as Willie Fritz said sometimes the grass isn't greener on the other side mm-hmm. and these guys True. have come back to New Orleans and they have a great attitude and, and they should they both should make a huge difference in, in winning and losing in the fall it's great news Talk about the Tulane baseball team. Where, where you think they are right now? Because again, some nights I'm yeah. saying, "Man, this team is really, really good." Some nights I'm like, "Wow, uh, you know." Yeah. Well, <laughs> look that there's no that one series could end up hurting them big time. Obviously, when they got swept by Evansville, um, we'll, we'll see down the road on that. It's still March, so you know, I, I have people. I have people like you know tweeting me you know, their RPI is not in the top hundred and 
please don't at me on teams RPIs in March in college baseball. I don't want to hear about it. For example, last night Tulane beat Southeastern by one run and moved up 31 spots in the RPI for beating a team that's right. like eight and 13. Um, so it's too early to, to put any stock in the RPI. Yeah, but I agree with you. It, it, it's hard to read this to this team at this point. They have a lot of good parts. Um, they're, they're not a power hitting team, but they're second in the nation in doubles. They've hit 62. They're, they've got good gap power. They, they've got a, they've got ability at the plate. Um, they're finding out who their 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 best pitchers are. Grant Siegel had a terrific Friday start last week. Um, one start isn't enough to to be convinced about a guy, but he'd been good out of the bullpen before that. It looks like he could be the real deal on, on Friday nights for Tulane. They've got a good Saturday starter in Dylan Carmouche, uh, the transfer from Mississippi State, and they and they. Still believe in their freshman Michael Massey who had some struggles they they pulled him out of the Sunday start this last week but he came in in relief and did a really good job I expect to see him back in in, in that role that that's the makings of a pretty good weekend lineup you know we just got to see they're gonna have to win a lot of games though because the American Athletic Conference has been pretty disappointing overall um, out of conference and it, it might be a one bid league this year, which it's never been before. Um, so it would behoove Tulane to win the dang thing. <laughs> and uh, it's, you know, the, the season, the conference season starts next weekend. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I, yeah, at times this looks like a team winning two out of three at Louisiana tech was a heck of a series for Tulane. Right. As we've seen Louisiana tech's beaten LSU home and home this year, they're probably going to be a top 25 team um, from, from, for most of the year. That'll help Tulane beating Mississippi state will help Tulane down the road. They've just got to be more consistent, and 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 they've got to. They're going to have to win a lot of games because that committee is going to look at that sweep by Evansville at the end of the year if Tulane's close, and it, it it could be a thing that could keep them out of the regional. So so it's it's still wait and see for me, but I, I still like the potential of this team. How about UNO? Um, talk a bit about the, about that baseball team. Yeah. They've had an excellent preseason. They, you know, they lost to a really good Southern Miss team last night. But uh, hey, you and you know, apparently they could compete in the in the Big Twelve. They they beat Kansas two mm-hmm. out of three to open um, the season, and then they they went to Oklahoma last weekend and won two out of three from a Sooners team that had a really good record. In performance, this is the best UNO's done in in, in ages um, since um, since like the last time they they made a regional in what 2007 2008. Um, they, they 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 look like they could be the, the the preseason favorite in the Southland Conference, which, which starts this weekend. I'll actually have a story yeah. up in a couple of hours previewing that on the on the uh, NOLA dot com. Um, but you know, yeah, they've got they've got the leading RBI guy in the Southland, the number two RBI guy in the Southland, the number four RBI guy in the Southland, a pitcher who almost pitched a no hitter um, a, a couple of weeks ago and has a two point something ERA, and the and the best closer in the in, in the Southland Conference. Those are parts you can work with. Um, so I, you know, Blake Dean's got to be ecstatic about the way his team has played to this point. No doubt. Uh, I can't let you go without talking about Loyola uh, winning an NAIA yeah. uh, men's I mean, basketball national championship. Uh, again, uh, I was talking to Fletcher Mackle on the TV show today, who was a, who was a graduate of Loyola, and he was kind of mm-hmm. breaking down again, again how again uh, they participate in so many sports, and, and they're so good. That again, that they've really kind of outgrown NAIA and really mm-hmm. could go Division One and maybe be in the Southland Conference and compete. You cover them. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, this is just this is a terrific team, and 
I told you at the beginning of the year, you, you, the first sign that this was a really terrific team is they, they went to UNO and beat UNO easily in an exhibition game at the beginning of the year. That just doesn't happen for NAIA teams. And this was a good UNO team that was leading the Southland for most of the year. Yep. And, 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 and Loyola beat them pretty, pretty comfortably. Um, Stacy Hollowell has done an unbelievable job there. I remember covering about, what, nine, ten years ago, Tulane played Loyola in an exhibition, um, mm-hmm. and Loyola was, was awful. Um, I think Hollowell probably was an assistant coach there at the time, but they just didn't have any talent. Um, and now he's got a team that runs and guns and, and, and outscored UNO when they played them, only lost one game. Other than their little COVID interruption for a couple of weeks this year, they were utterly dominant. I mean, they, 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 they had one tough game in, in, the, in the NAIA tournament where they were losing with about three minutes left. They ended up winning that by five. Other than that, they completely cruised through that thing. Stacy Hollowell is a heck of a coach, and, and, and just what an incredible year for that team. A, a dominant NAIA champion. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and from what I understand, because of the sixth year of COVID, mm-hmm. uh, th- there's an opportunity for, for the majority of that team, their stars, yep. to be able to come back for another year. Yeah, I mean, they, they can. he probably doesn't want to hear it, but you can already start talking about a repeat with that program. Again, they were head mm-hmm. and shoulders above pretty much everybody in the NAIA and, and, and you make a good point. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Stacy Hollowell's ambitions are, but um, <laughs> I, I certainly don't want to see him leave Loyola, but sure. uh, the job that he's done at Loyola, if he wanted to get another job at a higher, at a, you know, at, a, at, a, at an NCAA school, I, I, I <laughs> he's got pretty good credentials, huh? <laughs> yep. I, w- I would agree. Uh, how about Tulane? How's, how's Ron Hunter looking in terms of holding on to the players he has as now yep. he, he starts again recruiting for next year? Yeah, he's gonna hold on to the players he has, the ones that matter. There may be some, there there could be some reserves that 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 move on. Um, if they don't have anybody move on, they've only got two slots to to add. But uh, yeah, you may look up to the LSU situation, find out if there's anybody there that can help his team this year. He, he certainly has an in with Jalen Cook, <laughs> who transferred from LSU yes. last year. Um, obviously, the the glaring need for Tulane is a, is 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 a big man um, that can rebound. It'll be interesting to see um, what what happens there because Ron Hunter is a true believer in his system. He likes he loves playing with a small big. He loves playing with Kevin Cross as a five, who's a mismatch against a lot of teams. The question will be: Has he decided that the step up in competition to the American Athletic Conference? Does he have to get better at rebounding as a team? Because his teams have always been whipped in that department, even even his best teams. Can you really compete for a conference championship when you're getting out rebounded like his teams have? And will he go pursue a big man who can make a difference there? I'm not, I'm not sure which way he goes, and I'm not sure he's not wrong <laughs> in, in, in his philosophy. Certainly, with a healthy Jalen Cook, Tulane was one of the best teams in the league this year. Um, so, so, so we'll see. But I don't think I think there may be one key addition. I, I'd love to see it be that six eight big man. Doesn't have to be a scorer; it just has to be a physical guy, um, and 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 that would certainly help the team. But I pretty much I think the plan is to 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 roll it back with with what Tulane had this year, and he truly believes he can compete for a conference championship with those guys just with the natural improvement they'll make, having had a year more of time in his yep. system. Good news there. Tell us about your fantastic website, how folks can follow you on social media, and what you got coming up for us in the uh, in, in uh, on Nold.com in the paper. 
Sure. Again, it's Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com. Um, comprehensive coverage of spring football practice. They just had their eighth practice today. There's there's seven more to go. Their first full scrimmage is um is Saturday morning. Most of their scrimmage last Saturday was mostly young guys. Michael Pratt was sick, didn't even attend that scrimmage. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see what the full team looks like on on, on Saturday morning. Um, my my Twitter account at Gareth Smith. I already wrote, <laughs> this just happened into the news today that the Tulane um the Tulane Houston football game in the fall, which is, seems like it's been on Thursday nights for forever in the last yeah. five or six years. Next year it's going to be on Friday night. <laughs> they uh, they had a choice between Thursday and Friday, and they for whatever reason, they've decided Friday is the way to go for, for that one. It's going to be a game at Houston. Um, so uh, look forward to a, to a Tulane having a rare Friday night uh, encounter. Friday night lights. Yeah, yep, exactly. There you go. <laughs> As always, we appreciate your time every, every single week. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for having me on your show. Always. Again, Gary Smith, Wave Report, NOLA.com, Times Picayune, and also The Advocate. All rolled into one. Get all his, his coverage right there. All right, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Um, if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, uh, reach out to Burkhardt. Again, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Ask about their 25% energy, energy reduction guarantee. But also more than that, again, they're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. They'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of um, an AC for your home or your business. And then they'll use state-of-the-art equipment, technology, to be able to measure your home to make sure that, again, uh, you're getting uh, the right load uh, on, on, on your, from, from your system to be able to cool your home uh, in, in the uh, summer and, of course, heat it in the winter time. Uh, and then there's a service after the sale. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call where they come to your home or your business. And, of course, only doing the work that's necessary. Trust is the foundation of that business. It's been that way since John Burkhardt started the business back 30 years ago. Looking for a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Coming up next, Glenn Gilbo, outkick.com. Don't go anywhere. New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO privateers on New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Remember, your local pharmacy may be a convenient place to get your family's vaccines and boosters. While you're there, talk to your pharmacist about Comirnaty COVID-19 vaccine, mRNA. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from North Claiborne to Canal and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from City Park to just before the airport. In the meantime, look out for delays on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power, and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high-rise. Look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and be mindful of an accident on the 610 on the eastbound side at Elysian Fields. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side. Excuse me, look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are steady from Stumpf Boulevard, stretching from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. If you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, delays are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. If you're traveling along the southbound side on the 310, delays are steady from before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. Look out for accidents, Britannia at Clio and also South Claiborne at 4th. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. It's the 50th annual Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival at Memorial Park in Ponchatoula, April 8th, 9th, and 10th. The largest free festival in the South will feature the biggest and most delicious strawberries in the world, grown by local farmers, plus live music and games. Visit nonprofit food booths and enjoy the parade Saturday morning, April 9th. Enjoy the rides on the huge Midway. The 50th annual Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival, April 8th, 9th, and 10th at Memorial Park in Ponchatoula, Louisiana. Sponsored by Cumulus Media. Stop by Church's for the high-flying flavor combination of our Texas tenders and shrimp meal today. It's butterfly shrimp alongside made-from-scratch Texas tenders. Serve spicy or original for six bucks. Church's, welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Odalon's Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. And this is the perfect time to go to Bobby A. Bears. I'm telling you right now, perfect time. First of all, March Madness resumes tonight. So, again, you got all these games going to be on. Uh, again, within a couple of weeks, what, a few weeks, again, the draft will be on. You'll be looking for a place to hang out for the draft. When, again, you've got multiple sports that you're trying to be able to watch on multiple screens, you've got it over Bobby A. Bears. 30-plus TV screens uh, for you to be able to enjoy, again, uh, all your favorite sports. Uh, even, again, a TV in the bathroom, which blew me away. Again, in the restroom for you. You walk in the restroom, you're not missing a play. That's guaranteed. And then, of course, fantastic menu for you. Something for everyone on this menu. Yes, it's Cajun Creole cuisine, but there is something for everyone on the menu. And then the cocktails, I mean, outstanding. Great beer selection. As I've said before, the, the mixologists at the, at the Oceana Family of Restaurants are some of the top mixologists in all of the city. 
And, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. It's a perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. When you talk about the memorabilia at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, it is second to none. Find me a place with more, and, again, more diverse, great memorabilia anywhere. Uh, you won't. Okay, it's fantastic. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. And then, of course, uh, don't forget, also have a private room for you to be able to, you know, to, to, um, to use for your next event. So, again, uh, I mean, just look, got every, every base covered for you when you go to Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant. Uh, I don't, again, I, I don't wanna say, I'm saying again, I don't want to hear I can't get a late meal in New Orleans anymore. Because, again, the Oceana family of restaurants are open until 1, 2 in the morning. So, again, there's always a place to go when you're talking about the Oceana family of restaurants. And especially Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant because it's so good. All right. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us on the program. My good friend, uh, Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com, joins us on the show now. Glenn, how are you? Doing good. Doing good. You, my friend? Good. Good. Doing well. Getting ready for some uh, NCAA tournament games next uh, yep. four nights. Arkansas, the only remaining remaining SEC team in the mix. Surprising? Yeah, that is a little surprising. I... Uh, I wrote about uh, Kentucky this morning. You know, they ran in, I mean, St. Peter's, they won one more game. They're not Cinderella anymore. But, uh, no. yeah, that's kind of surprising. And Kentucky hasn't won a game in the NCAA tournament since uh, 2019. Um, you know, one year was was, was canceled. Uh, they didn't go last year at all. Right. And then this year, you know, one and done. So that was a little surprising. Um Hot seat and, for Calipari, um, you think? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he's in trouble. Um, I mean, I'm sure people are upset, but uh, I know he's got a huge buyout. Yeah, and I mean, he um, he's he's done. He's been so consistent up, up until just a couple of years ago, Elite Eights, Final Fours, and so forth, and advancing in the tournament. Um, I think it's a little too early to start singing that tune but um no I, I did i did think there'd be more sec teams i thought maybe tennessee would get to the sweet mm-hmm. 16 but uh me too it, it's still still a great tournament i can't i can't wait to see what what eric musselman does defensively against gonzaga because musselman has always been kind of a defensive uh, ace yes so it's gonna be fun to watch no doubt about it um let, let's start off with with um lsu and last week we talked about the um uh, the the NCAA uh, issues that LSU has, but this week Matt McMahon is named the uh, the men's basketball coach. Just your impressions? Oh, I think it's a great hire. I, I wrote the other day that it's it's a Scott Woodward made a better hire with NCAA probation looming than the last than Joe Oliva made the last two hires without any probation looming. Uh, this is a better coach right now than Will Wade was when he got hired, and and than Johnny Jones was when when he got hired. And uh, he's and what's really cool about this coach is that he's recruited and signed players, you know, like uh, Morant and Jonathan Stark and KJ Williams. Jonathan Stark played at Tulane, that were not big time recruits. I mean, Morant was not even listed. Uh, and those guys developed, and, you know, he, he, as Scott Woodward said, this guy finds hidden gems. Not only is that, is that good while you're, uh, you know, because you're developing players, but it's also good while you're on probation, okay, because you don't want to 
you don't want to get into the mix of, uh, of bringing in a bunch of high, highly ranked recruits and then have the NCAA come, come look, which is what happened. So you can, you can, uh, it, it's better in NCAA eyes, especially while you're on probation to, uh, to get the lesser, uh, recruits and, and, and build from that. And he's, uh, you know, he's, he's just got a great record going to the NCAA tournament and, uh, and developing players. You know, I mentioned this on the show the other day that it's not going to take LSU that, 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 that long to get back. And especially this coach who seems to be a pretty good recruiter and, and also with the ability to be able to now reach into the transfer portal. You know, we've seen it littered yeah. all over this NCAA tournament, right? Again, teams that just pick one, two, three players, you know, and, and all of a sudden they turn the fortune of their, of their program around. Um, and I think it was Texas Tech. They had like five trans, grand, uh, grand transfers and, and transfers to the transfer portal. So this is another dynamic that, that again, maybe you can't get the top guys in the, in, the, in the nation to come to LSU on probation, but you may be able to get guys in the transfer portal that want to come to LSU. Yeah, and his his team this season that advanced in the NCAA tournament, he had a good mix of players he'd had for quite a few years, three or four years, and then he had three players in his top six that were, you know, he had it in first year from from transfers. So he knows how to do that. And, and you know, the, the the other end of that is like Tom Crean lost, you know, most of his team to transfers last year, and then he gets he got fired. So. They they need they still need to tweak that that rule a little bit, even sure. if it is basis of it is going to be here for a while. They they need they need to tweak it. But um, no, this guy uh, and he runs a good offense. He's always mm-hmm. had good guards. They 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 call Murray State uh, point guard you. So um, you know I, I think it's an excellent hire. And he and he beat other schools that aren't going on probation, like Missouri and, and South mm-hmm. Carolina for this coach and I, I think he got a better coach than than Florida got too who LSU was was looking at uh Golden from San Francisco mm-hmm. and um so um I, I think it's uh I think it's a very good move and, and Dennis Gates was somebody LSU was looking at a little bit who went to Missouri I, I think McMahon is is the is the best out of that bunch Looking at the violations, a lot of those violations look like, again, they're laser-focused on, on Will Wade. Some of the stuff goes back to TCU. Uh, with that said, if you could guess, educated guess, on, on what LSU may receive, is it one, two years of, of, of again, uh, no postseason? Is it, uh, you know, again, loss of scholarships and loss of visits? Is it a combination of all? Uh, depending on what happens here, and, again, they'll negotiate that out, you know, over the, over the next six months or so, but what do you think, how do you think this is going to fall out on the basketball side? Well, you know, I, I think, um, I think Wade is going to get the biggest punishment. I think he might have a show cause Me too. for several years where, where he's, where he's not coaching. And that's kind of where the NCAA has been going to, to get the coach. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think they'll, they'll probably, you know, I, I would, I would think they'd get a, a postseason ban of a, of a year or two and some, uh, multiple, lost scholarships but you know the, the funny thing is if you lose a couple of scholarships you got 13 scholarships in men's basketball i remember when lsu was not on probation and 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 playing good basketball under brady they only had about 10 guys on the roster mm-hmm. you know a lot of coaches only play five or six so you know two or three if, if you lose a couple of scholarships, a lot of teams don't don't use them anyway. So if right. if you can if you can lasso a couple of big time recruits, 
and you only play in five guys, okay? It's not like baseball or, or football. You can just sign one or two guys, yep. and you can change your whole team around. So I agree. Scholarship Look what John Brady did. That's what, that's what Brady did with Swift. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, he, he, he got Swift um, uh, before, uh, I think maybe right around the time that, that those uh, sanctions came out, you know, and, and went to the Sweet 16. So you, you can kind of overcome it uh, in, in basketball somewhat. But, you know, you know, the postseason ban at Kentucky, I remember years ago, was a two-year postseason ban, and that, that just killed them for a little while. Um, but, uh, you know, you could be looking at something like that. But, you know, it's almost a blessing, too, because I always thought Wade's, one of Wade's problem was he was trying to go too fast. And, and you know, he'd have players, pretty good recruits, who didn't play, and they'd be gone after one year. You know, he had a lot of turnover in his program, even before the transfer portal. He, he had all kind of guys coming yes. and going. This almost makes you this, – this makes you go slower and develop players. He, he didn't really develop players well. This guy's going to develop players because he, he has to. And, and you know, the, the, the program needs to slow down and, and be careful in the eyes of the NCAA and in building a program anyway. I was really impressed yesterday with Brian Kelly's um, uh, press conference – uh, how he's motivating the quarterbacks to be able to go after again the the uh, the, the first string job. Um, how again? How he's considered there's an even playing field. How again? He's promised no one anything at this point. Which again, you have to be when you're coming as a brand new coach. Your impressions? Yeah, I, I, I've always been impressed with him. He's just he's just very business like. You know, he's not trying to be funny or anything. And he, and you can just tell by the way he talks. He's got a real playing i mean you know coach miles and coach orgeron they were really good on their feet and, and, and kind of winged it a lot you know and it it worked for them for the most part and um i, I think uh i think kelly is just more disciplined with with a plan more like saving and you could just see that when he talks about you know how he, he was telling us how he's gonna um you know he uses uh the, the first stringers get six reps the second stringers get four reps the quarterbacks get get even reps and and uh he's just got an organized mind you can tell yeah and and that's kind of what they needed right i mean again look we i had asked when i said what was my pick so the closest thing to you can get to the next nick saban and and you know again nick saban laid a foundation for lsu and it looks feels to me like again brian kelly's relaying that foundation now for lsu yeah you know i don't don't think you're going to have these these gaps where, you know, they have a signing class and, oh, we didn't get a running back this class. Or, oh, we only got one line. You know, that, that was happening a lot with Miles and with Orgeron. Just just bad planning and, and, and bad organization. You know, Coach Saban used to say he looked at himself as a personnel director slash head coach. So he was always figuring his roster years in advance. And, and uh, you know, I think, I think Kelly does that too. He, he kind of thinks the same way. Um, and you know, again, the, he he should he, he needs to have a lot of time. I mean, because this is a messed up roster, a messed up right. culture. You know, you you can't be expecting them to win nine or ten games. You know, they they need to. I, I think their talent level is going to be around the seven or eight win range, and and this first year is just not that important. I mean, I know fans don't look at it like that. And once you get into the season, you know, they may have a chance to, mm-hmm. to do something better. But, but you know, you got to look at the long haul with, with this. You know, LSU doesn't need a, a quick fix, you know. And, and you can just tell by the way he, he's 
hired his staff. You know, he, he took his time and hired uh, uh, the best uh, coordinators they've had in years and, and, and experience. And, um, you know, I, I like almost the whole staff. Kim Mulkey, again, they finish up against Ohio State losing in, in, in the NCAA tournament, but um, really put LSU back on the map. And just, again, her personality, the energy, uh, what she brought to the program and the resurrection of this program, it's, been, it's an amazing ride in what we saw so far. Oh, I think national coach of the year, you know, even, even with just a, two games in the NCAA tournament. I mean, the, the total win turnaround and, and being ranked, pretty high all season. I mean, I mean, look, you know, I don't think any athletic director in, in at any school has, has hired back-to-back in less than a year a women's basketball coach, a baseball coach, a football coach, and now basketball coach. And, and they all, you know, look like they're excellent hires. Uh, you know, Jay Johnson's struggling a little bit early. I think Kelly's not going to have a great year next year, like I just said, but they all look like great long-term hires. No, they definitely do, and, and again, that, that that shows again stability within the program within the program as well. Glenn, what you got coming up for us on, on Outkick? How folks can uh, can find Outkick, and how folks can follow you on social media? Well, it's a story I just did this afternoon on Matt McMahon and and how he has rec- recruited players that weren't, you know, even graded at, at, in some points like. Uh, Morant and, and Jonathan Stark and KJ Williams is on his, his last team, and uh, so that that's up right now on uh, on Outkick, and we've got an NCAA tournament column, uh, just the overall tournament about uh, Coach K and Kentucky and the Arkansas game, and uh, the the Michigan's um, surprise through the uh, tournament. That's up right now, and then uh, going to be writing more about the tournament through the weekend going to be a great weekend of ball looking forward to it i mean again you got um, um you got obviously ncaa tournament the, the pels got really th- the two real big games this weekend uh and again uh the ncaa tournament when you get into into this part of it is always great no doubt about it i'll be looking forward to your articles as always my friend and thank you so much for your time each and every week and i'll be in new orleans all week next week for the final four, will you man. Hope to see you. okay well are you gonna be busy on thursday why don't you come join me on tv i'll, I'll join you live you got it. All right. Sounds good. Oh, we'll, we'll, okay. I'll call you after the show. We'll get with you after the show next Thursday. Come join me on television. Have your people call my people about the price. I'm going to try to, I'm gonna try to set up. You know, you got <laughs> you to come down on your price a little bit, though, man. You know, you're, you're kind of high on that rate. Yeah, but I'm national now. I'm national. <laughs> that's right. That's right. International. What are you talking about? I'll kick international. There you go. All right, Glenn. All right, thanks man. so much. Today, brother. Week. Thanks. That's Glenn. That's Glenn Gilbo. Again, outkick.com. All right, uh, don't forget, again, folks, about my friends at Burkhart. AC breaks down. You need help. Need, again, you want to get it serviced and clean before we get to the the, end of the hot summer months. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning. It doesn't matter what type of system you have at your home or your business. They are authorized to service it. And I can promise you this. They will go in doing only the work that's necessary. I'm not going to cheat you. I'm not going to gouge you. Come up with some mysterious part that needs to be changed. It's not the way they do business. Trust is the foundation of their business. And John told me a long time ago, all I have is the Burkhardt name. And, again, that, that, that resonates with each and every individual that works for the Burkhards. Looking for a company control? It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Vote a top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Hey, remember how 20 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, now it's the future, and I used all those savings to buy this new hologram phone. Because, you know, it's the future, and everything is holograms now. So switch to Progressive and save big, because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. In times of fear, World Vision is there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've been standing with kids and families through natural disasters, war, and disease. Delivering life-saving aid and helping rebuild lives. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes. I get real cash back every time I buy gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make $200 to $300 this year. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GREAT for 25 cents a gallon or more cash back on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code GREAT to earn 25 cents a gallon or more on your first tank. That's code GREAT. You don't want to mess with the IRS. They have the power to garnish your paycheck, levy your bank accounts, and even take your home or business. That's all true. But thankfully, they're offering a way out, the Fresh Start Initiative. If you qualify, you could save thousands. The experts at Optima Tax Relief will fight to get you the best deal possible. And they have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau to prove it. Call Optima for your free consultation. Call 800-845-8122. 800-845-8122. Optima Tax Relief. For details, visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 
Hi, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Of course, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, Oceana Grill, and of course, the Hideout Bar, all part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All are open late, all are open seven days a week. Go in and get yourself a fantastic cocktail. Also, again, a great, great uh, menu uh, at all the restaurants. Remember, Oceana's got breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you. Uh, the rest of the restaurants, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, Mambo's, and Old New Orleans Cookery Lunch and Dinner, uh, they are open to 1, 2 in the morning. Oceana opens at 8 a.m. Uh, their um, uh, breakfast goes all the way until uh, 1 p.m., uh, and uh, you have an opportunity. So you got a late breakfast there. You can uh, jump in at uh, about 1 um, about uh, 10 o'clock, and they start their lunch menu. Then that goes all the way to 4. And then, then of course, uh, the uh, dinner menu starts at 4 and goes all the way until the, uh, they close somewhere around 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. So uh, the rest of the restaurants, lunch and dinner menus for you. So get out there and great cocktails. My gosh, fantastic cocktails at the Oceana Family Restaurants. Just a couple of minutes. I just want to make a, a, a quick uh, comment. Uh, my thoughts, my prayers are with each and every individual who's had to deal with, again, the aftermath of the tornado. Uh, that uh, that hit uh, the West Bank, Araby, and also New Orleans East uh, and parts of the North Shore uh, on Tuesday. It's a tragedy, especially with everything we've had to deal with o- over the last few years, you know, going starting with uh, Hurricane Katrina into, again, the multiple hurricanes we've had to deal with now. And uh, just very, very sad for a lot of people that, again, just rebuilt their homes and now having to start all over again. Uh, in great Louisiana fashion, everybody's coming together to help them, and that's fantastic. But, uh, again, thoughts and prayers with each and every one of the individuals who have got to have to deal with this rebuild once again. Not, not, it's not easy. We all know it. We've had to do it. It's not easy to do. Best of luck, and, again, may God be with each and every one of you. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Uh, it's, it's you and me. I want to talk a little bit about Saints, Pelicans, etc. all that in hour number two. We'll see you then. Your station for preps. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. If your vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through May 24th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. So spring flowers aren't exactly in full bloom, but the deals at Kohl's are. Right now, you can get tech gear for under $15, sandals for everyone in the family for just $24.99, and Black & Decker kitchen appliances for less than $30. You can also earn Kohl's cash and get it all with free store pickup. Things are looking brighter already. Select styles. Offers in March 27. Some exclusions apply. See store.kohls.com for details.
He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher and Inside New Orleans. <laughs> inside new orleans thanks so much for being there you're listening to 106.1 fm nash icon on your radio dial eric asher taking you home each and every weekday afternoon four to six iHeartRadio radio app tune in radio app there are digital platforms take them with you anywhere free downloads by the way on both uh, nash fm 106.1 and ericasher.com on the world wide web our podcast is everywhere Anchors our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. So, again, uh, make sure, again, if you miss any of the program, you check it out. Uh, very, very pleased at the number of folks that are listening to the show via the podcast. Those of you that listen over the airwaves, again, uh, thank you so much for your time. Uh, again, I know there's a lot of different choices out there. We certainly appreciate you tuning into the program. Uh, Fletcher Mackle joined me on the award-winning Inside the Wall Sports this afternoon. Our first rebroadcast is tonight at 6 on LAE. 10 o'clock on the Deuce, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on the Deuce on Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. We'll have that up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, that's going to happen at um, probably a, a little bit after um, uh, 6 o'clock today. Uh, we'll try to get that up pretty quickly for you because it's been dropped for us so we can uh, I want to thank Gary Smith and Glenn Gilbo for joining us in hour number one. Hour number two, uh, Mike Triplett joins us at 535. And today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and the Mothership. Uh, don't forget about uh, o- uh, Oceana Grill and Mambo's uh, Hideout Bar, but the Mothership is, uh, is uh, Oceana Grill. Again, uh, voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Uh, they're uh, at Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Easy to find. Also, open seven days a week. I told you, breakfast starts at 8 a.m., goes to 1 p.m. Lunch starts at 10 a.m., goes all the way to 4 p.m. Dinner starts at 4 p.m., goes all the way until they close 1, 2 in the morning. 
Uh, the menu is fantastic. The breakfast menu is more than just your traditional eggs, grits, sausage, bacon. I mean, you've got crepes. You've got some fantastic items on there. Yeah, they got your pancakes. They got that. But I'm telling you right now, folks, if you're a breakfast lover, and again, you just you love to get breakfast. Again, that's, that's your favorite meal of the day. And maybe, again, you like to get a little bit, I don't want to say exotic, but again, maybe outside of the realm of, again, just a bunch of scrambled eggs, grits, and, and hash browns, etc. Go to go to Oceana. The breakfasts are spectacular. I mean, spectacular. Lunch and dinner. Again, the menu is is vast. Uh, something for everyone. Cajun Creole cuisine is is, is the base. But again, uh, something from barbecue ribs to a hamburger. I mean, uh, uh, you name it. They pretty much got it on the menu. So something for everyone. And I said this before. Got a finicky eater in your in your home? Or again, or in your party? They're gonna find something to have and enjoy over at Oceana. From the char grilled oysters that they do right in front of you, uh, to again oysters on the half shell. Fantastic uh, restaurant. And then the cocktails will amaze you. Uh, again, the best mixologists in, in all of New Orleans are, uh, are, are, are mixing up cocktails at the Oceana family of restaurants, and Oceana is no different. You can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard, which is dog-friendly, by the way. Find private rooms that can accommodate up from 10 to 120 guests for dining or, again, your next event. So this is what they do. If they have an event scheduled, obviously, again, that is closed off for the event. But if not, again, the restaurant gets crowded. So they'll open up the, the private rooms upstairs for the overflow so, again, you're not standing in line for, again, an hour to try to get into Oceana. And once you get in there, the, the staff is second to none. Get on in and enjoy, again, a great dining experience because that's what Oceana is. Uh, again, you can order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Check out the menu there. Uh, whether it's a first date, whether, again, you're hanging out uh, with um, friends or family, maybe you're trying to close that business deal. Uh, maybe you're just trying to in, in, impress some folks that are coming in from out of town with some New Orleans food. Uh, again, Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street, 8 a.m. until 1 a.m daily. All right, um, a lot of things festering with the New Orleans Pelicans right now. Uh, first of all, Larry Nance Jr. is coming back tonight, okay, and I'm excited to see him play against the Bulls tonight in the Smoothie King Center. Uh, this is a big weekend with, again, both the Spurs and Lakers visiting uh, the Smoothie King Center. These are must-wins for the Pels with just 10 games left in the season in the 10th spot. You look at, um, at the uh, situation now with Zion uh, this week. We mentioned as we opened up the show today, uh, dropping a video of him dunking at the uh, facility. By the way, uh, feeding that to uh, our good friend Jordy Collada and his digital uh, uh, empire, getting that out for everybody to be able to see. Also, again, we've seen footage now on, on, on the sports reports of him going up against Corey Brewer, uh, former NBA player, now again uh, one of the assistant coaches under Willie Green, uh, working out. Uh, sending a message to everyone that will listen that he's ready to go. He wants to play. Now, look, Aaron Nelson has always been very, very conservative uh, as the head trainer over at uh, uh, at the rather vice president of training operations, whatever he is, over with the Pels. I mean, almost to a fault. I said this right before. Uh, he took it real slow with, with Zion after the meniscus. They had the burst minutes, which, again, I think soured the, 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 the Zion Williamson camp on the Pels. Here we are again at a crossroads once again on this guy trying to get on the court, whether it's, again, to showcase himself for other teams, whether he's trying to get out of here this summer, or, again, just trying to get on the court just to show people, hey, man, look, I'm, I'm healthy again, uh, whatever it is at this point. My, my opinion is this. First of all, we've talked about the continuity, right? What's been built with this team in terms of, you know, when you add new players to the mix, there's a, there's a transition period, and that's all, that's all the time. Um, 
Brandon Ingram expected hopefully to come back this weekend against uh, San Antonio uh, and Los Angeles. He's not playing tonight. I thought it was, again, too long for him to be out with a slight ham, a mild, with a, what they described as a mild uh, hamstring strain. Okay, I mean, especially during a playoff run here. But as I mentioned, Aaron Nelson really goes on the conservative side when he's when he's dealing with these injuries. Um, what does Zion mean to the team? Well, first of all, come on. <laughs> the dude's a talent. Look, I, I can be critical of him not uh, honing his game, expanding his game in the offseason, as I've been begging him to do over the last couple years. I mean, you got to get a jump shot. You got to be able to step out, knock down a shot. Uh, you got to be more than just around the rim, which he is incredible around the rim. Uh, he's got to be a double double digit rebounder a game. He's seven rebounds average. Uh, a guy like that that plays under the rim, he's got to be double digit every night. Um, and it's a little bit different for him this time around because he's going to have to fit in with the team. See, the team has moved forward. He hasn't been with the team. This culture change that we've seen under Willie Green, he's not been part of it. Okay, he's either been practicing off by himself, trying to rehab, or again, he's been up in Portland. So this transformation that we've seen with the Pelicans under Willie Green, he's been no part of this transformation at all. Uh, no leadership, uh, again, not a leader, not a follower, not even involved in it. Uh, but you can't discount his talent. Now, what would I do? Well, again, I, I, they've always already been in, in, a, in a contest back and forth with the Williamson camp, okay, and... Listening to Fletcher Mackle on the TV show today, he thinks it's in irreparable, irreparable differences. He's not going to be able to repair these differences uh, between the camps. I would let him play. I would not start him, okay? I would limit his minutes. I wouldn't do the five-minute burst minutes because I thought that was ridiculous. Anybody that's played any type of sport, especially if it's basketball, you can't even, you can't even bring a sweat in five minutes, okay? You know, if you're, if you're coming off the bench and you're playing five minutes, you might as well just not even be playing, okay? But... Give him an opportunity to get out there and, and again, let him get in with, with the second rotation. Uh, who's, I mean, you don't think they could use him in the second rotation, a guy like that around the boards? A guy that's going to, again, I, would, I don't know if I'd make him the focus of trying to go into him constantly like they did over the last couple of years when he's been on the team, where he's been the focus, but he's just got to fit in. But he would give you another score on, on, in that case, and then you'd get a chance to be able to see him over the last 10 games. Now, there are some that are saying, look, he might break up the chemistry. Again, they might lose the 10 spot. It's the 10 spot, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, they need to go to the playoffs. They need to have these young players who have never had the opportunity to be able to get into the playoffs to have that type of success. They need to get in this tournament and have an opportunity to try to win this tournament to get into the real playoffs, even if they get swept uh, in the first round. It is what it is. You get in, you get a, you get a feel for it, it makes you a better team for next year. Can Zion help them? I think he could. I just don't understand the consternation in a lot of cases from, from the front office. I mean, are they worried about him hurting himself? I mean, let him sign off on it. You can tell the kid all you want about maybe the bone is not 100% healed, but at the end of the day, if, if he is not willing, okay, to be able to listen to the advice of, again, uh, the, uh, the, the people that are in charge of, 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 of uh, training, rehab, and, of course, the doctors, those, again, surgeons that worked on him, those that have helped him, again, through his rehab, well, then that's on him at that point. That's on him. Uh, at some point, you just got to let, if a, especially a player of his ilk, uh, you got to let him go. And you got to say, okay, go out and then play. Now, again, I'm not disrupting my team for him, though, okay? I'm not going to disrupt the chemistry on the, on, on the first team. 
if everything's going well and he's playing well and he's contributing and, you know, again, at that point, he understands what, what Willie Green's trying to do and he's fitting in, well, maybe he gets a little bit more playing time and maybe he's closing out. But there's no guarantees there. He's got to work his way back in, just like Larry Nance Jr. is going to have to do tonight. Larry Nance Jr. is a heck of a player, and he's a guy that doesn't need the ball to be, to be, to be effective. He can do all the little things you need on the court. Zion needs the ball to be effective, okay? Unless, again, he's going to turn into, the, all of a sudden he's going to turn into a great defensive player. Again, that's been an issue. Again, un- understanding the nuances of defense on the NBA level. Um, understanding how to play off the ball defense, etc. So, again, I-, I would play him. Now, there are some that say, man, keep him on the sidelines, wait, and then, you know, start it over fresh next year. Uh, it's a guy that when he is on, he's one of the, one, from a talent standpoint, he's one of the best players in the NBA. Now, the, the question is at this point, what will they do? I think they're just going to piss off the, the, the Williamson family if they are dead set on him trying to play in these last 10 games and into the, into the, the, play, the play-in tournament if they don't put him on the floor. Now, really, I could care less about Zion's feelings. Honestly, I really could at this point because, look, he's going to do what he's going to do. Zion has been all about Zion since he came to New Orleans. You know, you put on a good facade and, and the PR and all this other stuff. He's been about Zion. So, ultimately, i like to see him on the court. i like to see, again, you know, how he plays. He's going to be fresh. Uh, maybe he can help them get to the sixth seed. Okay, now get, I'm sorry, get to the, uh, the get to the, not the sixth seed, but get into the playoffs and be able to take on on, on a Phoenix uh, in the first round. So let's ho- hopefully uh, we'll see how that plays out. Most of all, Brandon Ingram's got to get back this weekend. They need him on the floor, and it's been too long for him to be uh, again out of the mix now. Uh, and then there, hopefully again, there's no transition period here once again where he's kind of acclimated himself. That he could come back and they go right, right back where they were, you know, when, before he got injured, which is again when they when they were really going well. The other thing is, uh, the Saints. Uh, Twenty six million dollars worth to spend. Uh, they lose Toronto Armstead, um, eighty seven million dollar contract over five years, forty four million, forty three million dollars guaranteed. I looked it up. It's like the fifteenth highest tackle. Uh, in the NFL, that did that, uh, that uh, in terms of again pay, um, so he's not the highest paid. Okay, he's the 15th highest paid. When healthy, he is one of the best left tackles in all of football. You paid Ryan Ramchek 19 million dollars a year. Uh, he's going to probably now flip, I would guess, from right to left tackle, and uh, and then that will be his spot for the rest of his career. And then from this point forward, they'll try to find again that next right tackle. Is it Landon Young? Uh, at this point, is it uh, you know is he you know the rookie from last year that we just saw glimpses of because of um, he broke his foot in the only game that he really played in and he was done for the season that was a tragedy because it would have been really nice to be able to see him on the floor I'm saying on, on the field and having an opportunity to be able to uh, to to to, uh, to see if he could you know really play in, on the NFL game well James Hurst James Hurst is a um, he's a pro there's no you can't get it again he can play the right or the left tackle for you but probably put him on the right side. Uh, the, the question is, again, what was the cutoff for the Saints in terms of uh, bringing Toronto Armstead back? Look, 30 years old, 31 when the season starts, uh, often injured, four, six games a year at least. But I think it was an average of six, what they were saying, that he would miss. Uh, it's a lot of money. Uh, I'm sure the Saints could have worked out a contract where he would have got the $40 million guaranteed, uh, but he could have you know, spread that over, again, the life of the deal. Uh, but the Saints chose to go in a different direction. I'm wondering what's going on now. Again, with, and, I, and I mentioned this on the TV show today, and, of course, Fletch said, look, they're going to take their time. I get it. Um, 
there are players out there right now that would not affect compensatory picks. And any player that was cut or, or released that is a free agent now that, again, didn't just end their, end their contract and go into free agency uh, does not count against compensatory picks. Saints will get a compensatory pick, probably a third round for Teron Armstead and probably a third round pick uh, for Marcus Williams. Uh, compensatory picks work on, again, uh, if, if you sign more players than you lose, then, again, you don't qualify for compensatory picks. But if you sign less players than you lose, and then based on, again, where those players went, I mean, uh, how, um, uh, you know, uh, how good the player was. In this case, you're talking about, um, you know, a guy that was an all-pro in, in Armstead, a guy that was a pro bowler. I believe Williams was a pro bowler. Um, so, again, you're probably getting third-round picks there. And they're glorified fourth-round picks what they are, right? High fourth-round picks. Jarvis Landry's a guy that, that, again, you could bring in and would not cost you a compensatory pick. They need wide receivers. Uh, what is it? Uh, Marquez Scanley, the, the, the kid from Green Bay, uh, he signed with Kansas City today. Um, they are methodical, as they always have been, when it comes to uh, signing free agents. But there is a list now. I mean, again, now you have to figure out are you going to do swing offensive tackle guard or are you just going to get a right tackle or a left tackle? You need a running back, okay? We don't know what the deal is with Kamara. You need wide receivers, maybe two, maybe two. You need a veteran tight end. And you're getting down to about the time when the Saints really start to strike. So I'll be interested to see what happens there. And then, of course, when it comes to the draft, you know, what they're going to do there. Now, before I would have told you that wide receiver was going to be the uh, their first-round pick. They were going to go out. But now, look, we know that they have a history of, 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 of picking big men, right? So it would not surprise me to go out there and then for them to find a tackle, whether it be right or left tackle in the first round. I'll be interested to see what they do as they get to the second round. Is there a quarterback that they really like? They were in Cincinnati today, by the way. Okay, uh, uh, Dennis Allen, Jeff Ireland, that entourage, only Mickey Loomis was not with them. Um, are they looking at a quarterback? Are they going to get back into the first round, maybe at 28, 29, 30, 31, 32? Because then you get a five-year option on a quarterback to be able to hold on to that, that player for five years. Look, it was not exactly, again, a, a, a vote of confidence in, in giving um, Jameis Winston a two-year deal. It was reported as $21 million guaranteed, $28 million over two. It's really $14 million in signing bonus with $15 million guaranteed. So, again, that, that, is a, that is not a, a – he didn't break the bank with the contract. But I think all of us are kind of are waiting on to see, again, what they're going – they have – the defense is pretty much intact. I'd like to see Kwan Alexander back. I'd like to see P.J. Brown back. I mean, sorry, P.J. Williams back. But when you look at the offense, they need help, and they desperately need help with the skill positions. Are you going to count on rookies to come in and play those positions? You need some veterans that could come in and play, and especially at that wide receiver position. So we'll see how it plays out. Uh, but, again, the Saints have been uh, what they normally are, which is, again, very, very slow and methodical during the free agency period, picking and choosing who they want. But there are a few players out there right now that, again, it will not affect your compensatory picks if you were to pick those guys up. And those are guys that could fit right into what you're looking for. I'll be interested to see, again, how long we're gonna, it's going to be till we start to see them start to peck away. Remember, $26 million under the cap now. Some of that money can be rolled over into next year. Uh, we'll see how it plan, how plays out. Kurt is in New Orleans. Kurt, welcome to the show. How you doing today, Kurt? Hey, Eric, how you doing, man? Great to hear you. Doing great, man. Thanks I, for the I, call. I'm going to tell, tell you what the Saints are methodical about a lot of the time. 
waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And there's nothing out there, Eric. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Eric. Devontae Parker and Cole Beasley. Devontae Parker's out there. A lot of money mm-hmm. spent on Tyreek Hill. Cole right. Beasley's out there. Hey, what, 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 is, what does Jameis need more than anything? He was 14-3, and three, 14 tees, three picks. Hey, mm-hmm. look, I, you know, I kind of wanted to, hear, to, to see the boy that went to Cleveland, too. But you know what? A lot of money, a lot of picks. 21 civil suits against him, a lot, yeah. a, lot, a lot of media hype coming against him, too. Okay, we don't need that possibly either. I agree. But listen, I'm so tired of, of us not helping in a wide receiver position. Yes. I mean, it's always – look, man, it's always the bargain bin, dented can. Let's, get, let's go to the dented can section. Let's go to the bargain bin section. Sometimes <laughs> – They're shopping at big lots, right? <laughs> hey, man, sometimes – look, Mickey, Mickey Loomis, sometimes you got to spend a little – especially at this position right now, let's get, like you just said, get a couple of, you know, we can draft the receiver. You know, we, sure. we tend not to go to Justin Jefferson way. We tend to take no. a chance in the first round. We got to get this ball. We got to get Winston some help, man. We really do. I, I, I agree with you, Kurt. And you know why even more? You know, it's because Drew Brees is not here. If they could maybe yeah. settle on those bargain wide receivers with, with Drew Brees yeah. as the quarterback because, again, they could get away with it. I don't know if you get away with that anymore. You've got yeah, to invest James, now yeah. in the wide receiver position. Jameis is not going to make these guys like Brees made these guys. I agree. It's not going to happen. He needs some help. You know, and, and, and Devontae Parker, Cole Beasley, I mean, they out there. If we could just, God forbid, if we just get one of them, you know, and we got some money. And, of course, you know, with, with, with Kamara, you, you may need a back. You can get a back in the third or fourth round maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kamara will be out that long. But, I mean, a tight end position is so-so. You, you, know, the, you know, our second, third year guy kind of came on a little bit last year. Right. But we just For- hurting so bad at receiver. We got, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders was the guy that broke my heart when we got rid of him last year. We finally right. got a number two. Finally. You know, yeah, and he's 35 years old. He's on the market now, but he's 35, okay? No, uh, that's he, why, again, I was I mean, talking about Jarvis Landry. He will not cost you a compensatory pick. You can bring no. him on. He is a guy that can play inside or outside. He catches the football, okay? That's the one thing you know. Wow. He's going to catch he the – he's like Michael Thomas. He's going to catch the football. It doesn't matter if yeah. he comes from Lutcher or he went to LSU. The dude can play ball. And, and yeah. uh, look, I mean, I don't know what his price point is now. But, again, those are the type of players you need to bring in. Yeah, why, that's ilk yeah, of player. Why you think Watson, yeah, why you think Watson's trying to get them to resign him? They know what he's right. about. Him and, Amari, of course. him and Amari Cooper and that dual running threat. I mean, with Hunt, Come on. With Hunt, and, with Hunt and, uh, and, and Chubb, there's no better one yep. to punch in the league. They might no lead the league in rushing with him rushing, you know. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just hope we, we could get a couple of receivers, man, some of these veteran receivers. I don't know what we're doing. We wait too long, Eric. Too Pull long. I'm with you, especially it's, now it's, with it's the money not, you have. brain surgery. Yeah, right. You overthink it. You overthink it. You overthink it. Have a great day. There you go. Appreciate it, Kurt. Thanks for the phone call. And I agree 100%. I really do. Uh, I understand why they've been methodical in the past. They've had a lot of money to spend. And, they, again, they've, they, they, they failed in a lot of cases when they go out and get the big guy. Okay, I'm going to get the best at the position. I'm going to pay the most money. I'm out there. Okay, well, you don't, again, you're not at that position anymore. Okay, we're, we're, in the, we're going into the third week of free agency now uh, as we begin next week. And, you know, you, you, you chased Deshaun Watson for a week. Uh, you opened up the cap room. And then, again, radio silence for the entire weekend. I mean, you've got Mays and you've got Street, both defensive players, when the needs are on offense. And look, yes, you can get a, we, we've seen wide receivers come in from college and play very, very well and make immediate impacts. 
Yes, we can. And we can see Deontay Hardy, right? And also Callaway. Both those guys have improved because they got a year under their belt where they played a lot, again, at the wide receiver position. But those are third and fourth string guys. Those are your third and fourth receivers. You need a bonafide two. And again, maybe another one, okay? Maybe, maybe Callaway is a guy that stretches the field for you. Maybe he's not. Maybe, again, you can get somebody, again, uh, in, the, in the college ranks that could do that for you as well. But there's not, again, are you going to go with four? You, I mean, I, I kept reading today, they're thinking about bringing Traquan Smith back. Why? Because he can block? Teach somebody to block. I need a guy that can rely on week in, week out. I need guys that have put the fear in, again, the defensive backs they have to cover. And you think that the defensive backs for any team when they play the New Orleans Saints are worried about that? And I'm telling you right now, I still believe that's why Jameis Winston got hurt last year. Jameis Winston got to the point where, again, the, uh, Peyton was getting frustrated with him. Okay, he wasn't throwing the picks, but, again, he was throwing the ball away, and then he realized my offensive line can't hold up, and I don't have receivers that are getting separation, so I got to run. And you saw him starting to run the last couple games before he got injured. He, he, Jameis Winston doesn't want to run. Jameis Winston's a pocket passer. But he felt like I got to get out the pocket, and I got to run now because, again, nobody's getting open. He needs guys that can get open, guys that, again, will fear. I'm going to put a fear in the defensive backs that are playing against him. Michael Thomas is going to take up a lot of company now when he's on the, on the field. Guys are going to get open. You put another, qual- another you know, big-time wide receiver, again, very good one. doesn't even have to be the best. A very good wide receiver out there. A guy that you can count on week in, week out that's going to be on the field for you. And it'll, it'll work miracles. But I, I agree with Kurt. This team needs weapons. Again, you've built up, up the offensive defensive lines. You've built, again, the, the linebacker core. You've built your defense up. You built your offensive lineup. It's time now to build the skill positions, and you have the money to do it. And I just don't know what the delay is at this point. Okay, I, I look, I understand you, you, you've got a number for each player that you think they're worth, uh, and you want to see what the market's going to bring. But, again, I see a lot of good players coming off the board right now. And I see the Saints, again, sitting around waiting, waiting for, again, like they're, they're, they're in, the, they're in the, um, on the bargain aisle over at Big Lots. And you can't build an offense without, again, with, with, if you don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback uh, with going to get bargain basement players. You got away with it for years with, with, with Drew Brees. Brees is gone. Now it's Winston. Give him some weapons. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. It uh, doesn't matter whether you live, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. I'm telling you right now, it's worth the drive. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. And, of course, you're talking about wheels and, 30, uh, wheels and tires of the 30 inches with financing available. If your rims are messed up or you're looking for new rims, they got you covered. If you repair those rims, they got brand new rims for you. And then, of course, when it comes to, again, keeping your vehicle on the road. Diagnostic equipment, same you get at the dealership right there at Southern Tire. Also, again, ASC certified technician, same as you get the dealership right there at Southern Tire. Difference is? The Piazza family have owned Southern Tire since 1972. Locally owned and operated. You're keeping your money right here at home, and then you're, you're dealing with a family-owned and operated company of a, with, with, again, uh, a family that has stood behind their, their word, stood behind their, their work, uh, again, since 1972. And you don't hang around this town that long since 1972 unless you take care of your customers. You're looking for a company you can trust when it comes to keeping your vehicle on the road, and when you're looking for the best set of tires that you can get for the price, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Rhetoric. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 737 1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com for more information. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, it's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Rhetoric. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill. 
Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and also the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. Get out there and enjoy a meal or a great cocktail at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 106.1 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Mucinex 12-Hour. Did you know that doctors use Mucinex? That's right. Mucinex is the number one OTC brand doctors trust for themselves and their families. So with cold and flu season upon us, why would you use anything else? Grab Mucinex and put yourself back in control. Available at CVS. Look out for delays that are heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays heavy on the westbound side along the Pontchartrain Expressway and the Crescent City connection from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula South Peters exit. Look out for delays on the westbound side along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale on the 310 going southbound. Your delays are solid from just past Saint, from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past the Bonnet Carry Spillway to Power and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays steady on 10 westbound from St. Bernard to Canal and look out for delays on 10 westbound from just past Carrollton to before the airport. On the 610, your delays are going to be heavy on the westbound side from Broad to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And be mindful of an accident on your surface street, St. Charles Avenue at Emilia. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Get your vehicle. 
vehicle squeals or grinds when you slow down or just isn't stopping like it used to, you may need new brake rotors and pads. Now through May 24th at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get 15% off a set of Brake Best Select or Import Direct brake pads and two rotors. Restore safe braking and save money now at O'Reilly Auto Parts or order online at O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. So, spring flowers aren't exactly in full bloom, but the deals at Kohl's are. Right now, you can get tech gear for under $15, sandals for everyone in the family for just $24.99, and Black & Decker kitchen appliances for less than $30. You can also earn Kohl's cash and get it all with free store pickup. Things are looking brighter already. Select styles. Offers in March 27. Some exclusions apply. See store.kohls.com for details. Celebrate the start of your day the local way with New Orleans Roast Coffee. We've got a brand new look with the same great premium taste. Try our chocolate beignet blend with flavors of rich chocolate and classic New Orleans beignets. Pick up some today at your local grocer. New Orleans Roast Coffee, a true taste of New Orleans. Hey folks, don't forget today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Mambo's. That's right, Mambo's. Three floors, I'm telling you, the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street, bar none, bar none. Okay, you walk in the restaurant, again, beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You can, you can, you can sit down and, and have a meal or cocktails there. As you walk through the restaurant, there's a beautiful bar that's downstairs. Uh, again, a lot of seating for you to be able to sit down, booze, regular, regular tables. Uh, again, a fantastic menu for you. Again, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Magnificent cocktails. And then head to the elevator like I would do. Or maybe some of you are going to take the steps. And then you go to the second floor. As the doors open up, you've got another beautiful bar that's sitting right there. Again, and uh, you, you're, you walk out, and you've got a beautiful uh, French Quarter courtyard. I'm sorry, French Quarter uh, balcony right there for you to be able to dine on or have your, uh, have your next event. Or, again, just to be able to go out and have, have a meal. Then catch the elevator or the, or the uh, steps. Move on up to the third floor, Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Only rooftop balcony. It's, it's incredible, okay? Uh, the sight lines are incredible. It's a rooftop bar for you uh, that you'll be able to sit out there, have cocktails, uh, have a meal. Uh, it's, it's just it's a great time. And maybe, again, maybe the, the rooftop's not your deal. Well, how about, again, an authentic French Quarter courtyard that you can enjoy as well? Cocktails, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Take tell you, again, the place seating out there that you can also uh, have a meal. Uh, it's the perfect night out for, again, friends, family, romantic getaway, your next event. Uh, they're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner over at Mambo's, MamboNola.com. And then when you finish up, right next door is the hideout bar. Uh, again, there's, there's a big courtyard there with a, with a 300-year-old building, always live music each and every day for you. Again, it's seven days a week, great cocktails and food. You can make it a night right there in the 400 block of Bourbon Street at Mambo's and the hideout bar, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, um, joining us now on the program from ESPN, he covers the New Orleans Saints. Mike Trippett joins us on the show. Mike, how are you? Eric, i got to tell you, that was an effective commercial. I admit I've never heard of Mambo's. That feels like a good place to bring people from out of town. Show up bourbon. I'm telling you. But you got to take the stairs, Eric. What do you mean you're going to take the elevator? Come on, man. Uh, look, have you seen me lately, Mike? I would make it up half a flight. Take the stairs. <laughs> That's the perfect time. When I first got there and I toured the restaurant, I went, there, there is an elevator, right? And they said, oh, yeah, elevator right here. I said, I'll take the elevator. I'll meet you guys up. <laughs> I do need the I'm stairs. There's right. no doubt about um, it. I'm doing all right. The Saints have kept me plenty busy, even though the, uh, the overall accounting sheet makes it look like they haven't done much. They've, they've been in the mix. Yep. 
Um, before we, we get into what, what's going on now, what was your take on Deshaun Watson and, and, and the, uh, the chase for Deshaun by the Saints? Yeah, I mean, look, I, fortunately we didn't have to get into the point where we had to have the moral dilemma around the football team because he didn't join the team. Um, I was a little conflicted, uh, but uh, more, more importantly, I was going to make sure the Saints were going to have to answer a lot of questions about why they felt comfortable doing it. Um, I'm kind of glad. I, look, he would have been a very exciting quarterback for them to have, but I'm kind of glad that the centerpiece of the team now is not a non-football story. Uh, yes. But what I will say is one takeaway that we did believe before that happened and that is still true even after they signed Jameis Winston is they were very serious about it really lets you know that all the words that they've said about this team since January were true. Since Sean Payton retired, um, since Dennis Allen took over, that they were not going to go into rebuilding mode, that they truly believe they can win the NFC South, that they truly believe they're a playoff team. They, they have not cut a single player, even though they let Marcus Williams and Toronto Armstead get away when they did not land Deshaun Watson. And I'm sure they were also making those calls to Russell Wilson about Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. as well. When they didn't land those guys, they went after uh, Jameis Winston, who, you know, they can be competitive with. They're not, you know, rebuilding, going on a five-year plan, getting ready to draft their next starter, taking a couple years off. They're going to try to win now despite um, the restraints that they have because of all the money they've already spent. So, I think that's. I think they've proved in their actions that that is where they see themselves right now as an organization. Jameis Winston contract again, as first reported, was twenty-eight million dollars uh, overall, twenty-one guaranteed. Uh, Ian Rappaport reported later, fourteen million dollars signing bonus, fifteen point two guaranteed, which seems like again a more reasonable deal. Uh, look, if he plays himself, if he plays well, he plays himself into a better contract. If not, he's the bridge guy. I guess my question to you is, do you think they're going to be looking at a quarterback in this particular draft, or are they just going to go with Jameis and see what happens this year, and then next year they'll make that decision? Eric, I think they've been looking since 2015. Is that the year they took Garrett Grace in 2015, I believe? In the I think so, round? yes. 2017, they, they had Patrick Mahomes written in ink, and they were going to take him until Marshawn Lattimore surprisingly fell. I think they were third and fourth overall on their board, uh, Lattimore third, Mahomes fourth. They're always looking. Uh, ever since Drew Brees turned like 32, they've been looking. Um, but what we know about this organization is they're not going to force it. They are not going to take a quarterback who they have a third-round grade on in round one because they think they need to. Uh, and so this year of all years, it's a horrible year to be picking 18th and needing a quarterback in the draft. I don't, I'm not saying they hate all the quarterbacks in this year's draft, mm -hmm. but I bet they, the chances of them loving one, they're only going to love one probably. Maybe that is Kenny Pickett. Maybe that is Malik Willis. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's Matt Corral. But if they do only love one, they can't count on getting him at 18. They would probably have to right. trade all the way up into the top 10, maybe into the top five to get the one they love. But if, if the stars align, they're always going to be looking. If, if, if Matt Corral is one of their top 10 players in this year's draft, they'll take him at 18 if he's there or trade up for him. 
if if it's Desmond Ritter, maybe they'll trade their second round pick and move up to mm-hmm. thirty two. You know, right. I don't know who That's it is, thinking. but by signing Jameis Winston, they don't have to force it. And and based on their history, we know they're not gonna force it. it the the stars have to align for it to happen, and that's very hard to do when you haven't had a top ten pick in in two decades. Yeah, right. Um, Twenty six million to spend now. After again making room for uh, for Deshaun Watson, uh, they've been methodical as they always are. But you know, this is one of those times where again you need to give Jameis Winston some weapons. And and to yes. me, the defense looks like it's intact offensively. I don't know if you can just count on rookies coming in and, and giving you something. Again, maybe hoping that Hardy and, and Callaway uh, continue to progress. You have to get some NFL players to go along with Michael Thomas yep. to help him. Oh, are you surprised they have not struck yet? No. Uh, a, cu- a couple of things on that. First of all, yes, they have $26 million to spend, but I, I think that's, that's completely through expectations out of whack. I mean, first of all, we began the offseason – with the narrative being they had no money to spend and they were going to have to trade Alvin Kamara and Cameron Jordan and Michael Thomas just to get under the cap. And we all knew that wasn't true if we follow the Saints closely. But what they normally would have done is they would have gotten to $1 under the cap. You know, they, they would have done the absolute minimum. They wouldn't have restructured any other contracts. And then as they signed players, they would have, restructured another deal to fit that player and then maybe restructured one more deal to fit the next player. They normally don't restructure every mm-hmm. contract on the roster yes. in advance and carve out their maximum uh, amount of space. The Deshaun Watson pursuit sort of sort of changed that, but that never meant that as soon as they didn't get Deshaun Watson, they were going to spend the $30 million on someone else. That, mm-hmm. that cap space can carry over to next year yep. uh, if they don't use it all. And, and uh, you know, unless there's a player that just absolutely feel like we'll change your organization, which obviously they felt about Deshaun Watson, they're not going to spend it all this year. They, you know, they would rather carry some of, some of that over to next year. So I think everybody just needs to reset their expectations back to what they were 10 days ago, which is that they would probably re-sign Jameis Winston. They would probably lose Marcus Williams and Teron Armstead. Right. And they would probably sign a couple mid-level free agents. They've already signed Marcus May to replace Williams. And mm-hmm. I expect at least one more. Um, we heard a couple reports today. They were they were in heavily on, on Marquez Valdez-Scantling, yes. who ended up signing with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do expect a receiver to, to be the next move. Um, I don't know if they'll aim for the tippy-top. I do know that if they would sign... Jarvis Landry or Odell Beckham Jr., not only would they fill their biggest mm-hmm. need, but they would appease the fan base, you know, who, yes. who loves the LSU receivers. But even if it's just bringing back an Emmanuel Sanders or somebody at his level and then and then hitting that position again in the first round of the draft, um, they absolutely have to address it. I agree. And, of course, with Jarvis Landry, you don't lose a compensatory pick by picking yeah. him. Uh, because, again, he was released, and anybody released or their contract ends, again, that doesn't count against compensatory picks. And they've looked like they've been hell, hanging in there for compensatory picks over the last couple of years. You know, they're losing really good players, and you're going to get something in return, and you don't want to maybe be in a position where you get more free agents uh, that, that are coming in, they're going out, and then that hurts your opportunity to maybe get one of those picks uh, coming back. With Teron Armstead, Moving on to uh, Miami, how do you think they solve the tackle position now? Are they going to go out and get a left tackle? Are they going to flip Ramshack? Is Hurst going to be the tackle? How do you think they're going to play this? 
Yeah, I, I don't. I do not expect them to flip Ramchek. Um, look, the, the the myth of the left tackle. Um, I don't think it exists anymore in the NFL. To be honest, they're still getting paid a little more than right tackles. Although, although Ryan Ramchek got nineteen and a half million dollars a year to play right tackle. If if you if you name me a list of the ten best edge rushers in the league right now, uh, at least half of them are playing on Ramchek's side of the ball, if not more than half. Uh, so I, I don't, uh, it's not like right tackle is an unimportant position and, um, uh, you know, I, why mess with it? You know, you know, he's excellent at playing on that side. Why risk the possibility that he's not as good at left tackle or he's a little more unfamiliar. I think they're absolutely going to keep him at right tackle. I do think James Hurst is the plan at left tackle. Um, for now, obviously there's room to upgrade, but, I think the only way you definitely upgrade from him is if you pay a lot of money for a free agent, and I don't think that's what they're going to do. Obviously, it's right. become a pretty high priority in the draft. Uh, they don't have to force it, though. They've got a starter that they trust. They also have Landon Young, a developmental prospect who was a mid-round mm-hmm. pick last year. So they don't have to force it, but there is obviously room to upgrade there. They do have to force it at receiver, though, I think. <laughs> yes, I agree. And, and, and soon. I, I think a lot of people feel like soon they got to do that soon. Um, the, it would, it, the indication is with the, with the uh, pay cut that Malcolm Jenkins took that he is going to be a post-June 1st retirement. What's your take on that? And then how do they solve that issue? Do they go in-house? Or, again, are they looking for a strong safety? Uh, Eric, I wish I had a little more information and insight on that because it – it does feel that way. I also wondered if there was a possibility that that was an arrangement like you guys have to get to $30 million under the cap. I will agree to let you lower my salary, and then we rework it down the road, and I get a signing. I, it, I, think they're both, I think it's all still on the table because I have not gotten – I haven't even mm-hmm. gotten an off-the-record speculative source telling me um, – which I, I think it's definitely possible he's retiring and nobody wants to let the cat out of the bag and they want to let him announce it on his own terms or that yes. he could have been a team player as, with a veteran contract who agreed, I can help you out for now and we'll, we'll fix it down the road. So uh, I think it's all still in play. If, if he left, I think that would be a very high priority for them. Mm-hmm. And, and that does make me wonder. I think we'll know if they spend at that position. I mean, obviously Tyron Matthew is a guy we know they had some interest in who is yes. still out there unsigned. If we saw them sign him, I think we would know. But, uh, but yeah, any the only players they've lost this offseason right now are Marcus Williams and Teron Armstead. And, uh, I mean, a couple more, maybe Quan Alexander, maybe Trey Funchman, if we don't mm-hmm. know. They haven't actually lost them yet. And, yes. and I think it's important to replace the guys they've lost. But, yeah, you, if they lose a starter, then that becomes a need. Biggest loss with Armstead, on the field or in the locker room? Probably on the field, I would say. Obviously, he was very valuable to them in the locker room. He's been a captain for a long time, but Ryan Ramchek's a veteran. Andrus Pete's a veteran. Eric McCoy's now in year four. Um, they brought back Doug Marone, one of the best offensive line coaches in the NFL. So they have good, you know, and Dan Rocher is still on staff. Their former offensive line coach, Zach Streif, is still on staff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say the fact that, look, Teron Armstead, I don't know if enough people appreciate this, Right. I would. I would honestly say, I out of the 
he might be right next to Drew Brees as the second most talented player I've ever covered with the Saints. I mean, there's an argument for Michael Thomas. There's an argument for mm-hmm. Cam Jordan. You know, you go back, there's there's uh, Jimmy Graham. Sure. But um, if not for injuries, I think he'd be a, you know, we're talking Willie Rolfe level talent. Oh, yeah, I agree uh, with you. And, and, you know, I think the reason they didn't re-sign him is because every dollar they spend has to count and you can't risk you know, $45 million in guaranteed money for mm-hmm. a guy with his injury track record. They, they're just a team that can't afford to miss on any dollar they spend. Um, but uh, uh, the talent, oh, my goodness. When he was on oh. the field, even when he was on the field playing at 70%. Right. He shut, he shut that side down. Yeah. No doubt about anybody, it. No anybody, about who, who, anybody who's not like a, a film study, like, guru, and they're like, mm-hmm. I, I really don't know what the offensive line is doing. Watch the highlights of Alvin Kamara's six touchdowns when he set the NFL record with six yes. touchdowns. And every single one of them, Toronto Armstead is like 10 yards ahead of him, pushing a guy into the ground or out of bounds. <laughs> He's going to be missed, man. There's no doubt about it. He's definitely going to be missed. Mike, what you got coming up for us on, on ESPN? How folks can follow you on social media? Yeah, right now we've done a lot of uh, group things, you know, uh, total, totally surveying where everyone's at, what moves they still need to make. We had a big package out today. Uh, otherwise, I'm in the same wait and see mode as everyone else. I'm ready to pounce. I'm ready to write about. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. expect a lot of big. I don't expect a lot of big moves. But so far, they've added two free agents. They've lost two and added two. Uh, one, one of the lower totals in the league, which we kind of expected for them. But mm. uh, um, um, I, I, I don't think they're done. I would expect, yeah. you know, one receiver. Hopefully, that gets everyone excited and a couple more mid-level guys. But. Uh, they said they were going to go for value, and they weren't lying. <laughs> no, they sure aren't. They tell you the truth. That's for sure. No doubt about it. Uh, at Mike Trippin on, e- on, on, um, on Twitter? Yes, sir. There you go. And, uh, of course, ESPN. Check it out. One of the best we have. Mike, thanks for your time today, bud. Thanks, Eric. There he is. Mike Trippin, again, uh, with ESPN. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com, ACPromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. AC breaks down. Maybe you're looking to get the AC again service for the upcoming uh, summer months. Think Burkhardt. Uh, so authorized to service all brands. Authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. A truly a company can trust. It's Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. 
Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches, weakness, or discomfort in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, and B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live your life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. Hey, Ray Maliazzi here. Have you ever cooked a really fine gourmet meal? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I'm told it all comes down to the ingredients. And when I need ingredients to improve my car, the place I go is eBay Motors. Whether you roasted your last transmission, graded your current floor mats, or pureed your side view mirror on a lamppost, eBay Motors has the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. And by the way, if you recently fired up your grill, don't worry, eBay Motors has grills too. eBay Motors, let's ride. Ugh, my stomach. Don't worry, I've got you covered. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. What's that? It's Pepto-Bismol chews. Pepto-Bismol's in a chew? Yeah, they taste great and provide fast relief. And you can always have Pepto-Bismol handy. Ooh, let me try it. Try Pepto-Bismol chews for fast relief. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. You know your closet well, but what does it sound like? Yes, your closet. Does it whisper your taste? Does it scream your taste? Stitch Fix gets to know your unique style and fit. Its selection transforms to show you only the looks and trends you'll love. With a shopping experience that evolves alongside your taste, your closet will scream so you without actually screaming. Stitch Fix for women and men. We're so you. It's the 50th annual Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival at Memorial Park in Ponchatoula, April 8th, 9th, and 10th. The largest free festival in the South will feature the biggest and most delicious strawberries in the world, grown by local farmers, plus live music and games. Visit nonprofit food booths and enjoy the parade Saturday morning, April 9th. Enjoy the rides on the huge Midway. The 50th annual Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival, April 8th, 9th, and 10th at Memorial Park in Ponchatoula, Louisiana. Sponsored by Cumulus Media. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I uh, want to thank Mike Triplett, also, again, Gary Smith, uh, as well as uh, uh, Glenn Gilbo for joining us on the program. Thank all the sponsors that sponsor our program, including the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cage Again Restaurant. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. And uh, Life Resources, Bottom Line Sports Hour will be 15 minutes tonight with Michael Green. And then uh, we got Rumble Baseball coming up versus St. Aug. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. William Grant family still is Friday Stravaganza. I'm Eric Asher. Have a great night. From the dog catcher to the governor, who's the mayor? They all got to go. Better know that